everyone, welcome back to another episode of Nonsense. Can you hear the happiness in my voice? Last show, Devlin was sick, Jen had thrown her back out, and she didn't know it, she was just starting to get sick. She's been sick for two weeks. I thought the show was going to be called One Man Show. Sweating bullets here, sweating bullets. <laughs> just know, when you see a show called One Man Show... That means everyone else was out of commission, unavailable, and I had to whoop it up myself. Luckily, this show is not called One Man Show. This show is called Party Talk. Jen's coming on the other side of her illness, and for the first time in like two weeks, we hung out and whooped it up. And we recorded a show for you on the fly, no topic, we just started hanging out, we felt the energy picking up, threw the mics on. You hear us when we do the sound check. Right from the sound check, we naturally run right into the topic and just riff it off until we knew the show was over. So, hope you enjoy it. Test, test, you. You? Testing me? Are you testing me? Are you testing me? What does that mean when someone says, are you testing me? Well, is there a situation in which people say that? Yeah. When? When is? Have you ever said in your life, are you testing me? I'm sure I have. Who would you say it to? I don't know. I just, I remember when we first met, like we weren't even dating yet. And you said something about Emilio's. You were talking about the pizza place yeah. on Long Island in Comac. And I had never been. And you kept saying, we'll go to Emilio's, we'll go to Emilio's. And I'm like... Who's Emilio? Because nobody was saying anything. Like, no one was telling me. And I was like, who's Emilio? And you just stopped and you looked at me and you're like, are you messing with me? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Who's Emilio? What do we, like, what? And you were like, it's a pizza place in Comac. And I was like, oh. What blew my mind is Emilio's, to me, was like, ah, Emilio's. It was so great. And you only live one town over. Like, Deer Park, like, I'm sure I know, I know Deer Park Avenue. I'm not from Deer Park. That's different. <laughs> what? Why, You're driving. Why is your street different than mine? Because Deer Park versus... Avenue, like, I remember being on a cruise ship when I was, like, 17 or 18 years old and meeting rando people from Brooklyn who were like, yeah, I, co- I go to Deer Park and I cruise the avenue. Because, like, people uh, used to do that. So Deer Park Avenue and Emilio's are so not even apples to apples. Uh, I, I want to try and join analogies and connect the dots for people who don't know either of these places. If you're an older person, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and you Amer- remember the movie American Graffiti, Deer Park Avenue is like cruising up and down the street like that. Driving, you're looking. Yeah, you're scoping <laughs> people out. And then, like... If you, you know, saw a group of guys, then, you know, you'd pull over into a parking lot and hang out in the parking lot. And then you get back in and cruise again, meet up with other people. Random, random strangers just hanging out in parking lots. <laughs> I can't even believe it. I used to do that a lot. You know, it's great. You're from Deer Park and you're a girl. So I think you had a different experience. When I cruised Deer Park Avenue, I was one town over. I wasn't from Deer Park and we were guys. We just drove down the street and turned around and like drove up the street yeah like that was it no you but you get out of the car and like oh you guys didn't do that no you know what it's the difference too you wouldn't be driving up deer park avenue and see three cars with 10 girls hanging out talking no we would have definitely pulled over like four guys in a car and there's 10 girls we would have definitely pulled over and said hey what's up how's it going 
you know, but we didn't, there's never 10 girls standing out with their cars. No, well, we weren't their... stand like, we weren't parked in a parking lot. We would be driving. Yeah, and then you see a, a And then you, like, guys. see a group of guys and then, you know. Exactly. Do a little chit-chat out the window yeah, it must or be great whatever, to be a girl. Because then... if you're a girl, you can see a group of guys and say, hey, let's pull over and talk to those guys. There was never a group of girls. We weren't driving down and we saw a group of girls. We saw the same thing as you. There's a group of guys hanging out by their cars. Oh, you never so saw we didn't go, girls? So we didn't go, hey, let's stop and chum me up with yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, well, so, do you remember seeing groups of girls when you were cruising Deer Park Avenue? I don't remember that. Now you'd see a group of girls. <coughs> now it's not. I don't 19... know. Do people cruise anymore? <laughs> Whatever. <No>. Pe- <laughs> Why? Like... <laughs> yeah. Do, pe- do you cruise anymore, people? I'm going to ask my cousins. Because they, they still live back home. I'll ask them. Now, what's Emilio's like movie-wise? So, American Graffiti, a cruising strip. Going cruising. Like, what's Emilio's like movie-wise? So, people can like... Mystic Pizza? Because <laughs> it's a pizza place. No, I know I watched Mystic Pizza with you once because I love you. And it probably was okay even. Yeah. No, it wasn't like a, a, a hole-in-the-wall local. Like, Emilio's is like an actual restaurant. But the pizza... Specifically, the Sicilian pies are top-notch, delicious, like solid go-to pizza place. I don't know what if there's a movie comparison for that. Yeah, because well, it's, it's a restaurant where, like Deer Park Avenue, you can argue, was a street. But there's a lot of streets on Long Island. Deer Park Avenue is known. You cruise Deer Park Avenue. The Comac Motor Inn was known. Oh, the Comac Motor Inn. Yeah. You know? Seedy motel. But Emilio's Pizza to me, it wasn't strictly Comac, too. I felt like it was known. Like people knew about Emilio's. Mm-hmm. And he had restaurants everywhere. It was Emilio's was related to Pastoria, was related to Branchinelli's. Is Branchinelli's. Related. And Fantastico's. Fantastic. We, I don't well, remember. Well, it's really called Fanatico's. But uh, we called but it Fantastico's. We owe it because the pizza was Fantastico. Yeah. So I felt like Emilio's everyone knows. So I don't know what the I just described it. So I don't know what a movie representation is. So yeah, when you're one town over, like people, people on a cruise knew about Deer Park Avenue. I wouldn't expect people on a cruise to know Emilio's, but anywhere in I'll say Suffolk County, if I mention Emilio's, I'd expect people to be ah, I love this Sicilian. Yeah. So. Meh. So I said. Are you messing with me? Yeah, well, I really thought you were talking about a person. What was the original statement we said? It wasn't, what are you messing with me? Are you testing me? You testing me. Ah, so that was related. That was a warm-up. We were warming up for you testing me. Did you ever say that saying? Are you testing me? Have you said it? Are you testing me? It sounds like you would say it if you were like a little pissed off. Like, are you testing me? Yeah, but I think I've probably said it facetiously because that's how I am. I don't think I've ever been mad and been like, are you testing me? It's probably been more like in a sarcastic humor way. There's a lot of sayings out there that people talk about, like, are you testing me? That we may see in a movie or something, but would you actually ever use them? Yeah. Like walking on eggshells. Have you ever said... What you yes, I have. I have said. I feel like a funny like or serious. Serious. Like serious. What is walking on? I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I feel like I can't walk quiet because there's the crack. What does it mean, first of all? It means that you can't be real with a person because you have to be careful about what you say because you don't want to set the person off. So what does walking on eggshells do? When you walk on eggshells, they cut you your feet. You got to be gentle. They make a sound. No, like... it's like you don't. 
Oh, but the eggshells. Yeah, what does the, the eggshell egg mean? What is it? I know, I know what, how people use it, but what are they trying? Like, what is it to walk on an eggshell? Are you going to cut your foot? It's the eggshells. Delicate. You got to walk delicately because maybe the eggshells, cracked eggshells hurt. That's true. You just got it. They're, they're, when it's an egg, it's a little strong, but when it's a shell, it's so delicate. So I don't think it's about the noise. I think, yeah, it's about the. You can't walk halfway and not. noise? And you're still going to... See, that's what I thought. Like, if I step on this, it's going to make noise. If I say this a certain way, the person's going to make noise oh, about it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, would, I wasn't interpreting it that way. But it you was said being delicate. So you've been... You were seriously talking to somebody about somebody else. Like, I feel like I can't. Yeah. I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Yeah. You can so it's s- like usually you're uh, not upset, but it's like a serious I, Like, thing. I don't want to set anybody off. Uh, you know, I'm all about like non-confrontation. So, and I don't ever want to be in a situation where people are offended or, you know, and like there are people that, you know, that um, are maybe overly sensitive or maybe not to be judgmental. Maybe they're just sensitive people. <laughs> That's a very good correction and, on the fly. Um, <laughs> and so you just have to be careful what you say. That's all. You don't want to, you know. Oh, here's one. You don't want to upset the apple cart. That one I don't really get. All right, the apple cart. There's an apple cart. Yeah. Were they very off balance where if you touched apple carts at all, they tipped over? Were they known for that? If you bump into an apple cart, do the apples like very easily get bruised? Like, what does that mean? You don't want to tip the apple? That one just seems old. That one sounds like one well, you what heard does it mean to you? when you were seven because your grandma said it or something. Like, I don't feel like... The, do people say that anymore? Don't upset the... I'm trying to figure out. Like, don't, I know what it means. Don't upset the apple cart. Apples, to me, are still... So everyone's napping, or at least mentally they're stable in a napping or sedative fashion. Don't say anything that gets everybody a little like... Rah, rah, like shooken. Because that's all like... You upset the apple cart, what's going to happen? The apples are going to shake a little. That doesn't even seem so bad. So don't say anything. These people are all so sensitive and calm. Don't say anything that's going to sh- ruffle their feathers even. Is it ruffle their feathers and Because the, the apple, apple cart is like, is that like the collective whole? Like, yeah, don't upset the group, yeah. the herd, the, your okay. co-workers if you're in a meeting. Like don't upset the apple cart or a way of being, a culture or something. I guess I would never say that. I'd like to remember I said walking on eggshells once in a comic fashion when Rodney Dangerfield was popular and I said it like him. <laughs> Are you going um, no, to do I, that now? No, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't even attempted to do Rodney Dangerfield. For your listeners? I never imitated them though. I, so this, like, I know, this is, I'm this is like, dying to hear this. What does an imitation sound like that you never did in your life? I guess it sounds like this. All right. Hold on, let me take a moment. I'm going to actually call out to Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> supernaturally and ask him to enter my being. Hold on. While Kurt's doing that, I will say, my friend Lisa used to refer to my grandfather as Rodney Dangerfield. I told you when I first met him, I said, first of all, I love your grandfather, and he reminds me of little Rodney Dangerfield. It's so funny. I, I think maybe that. like yeah. his eyes, like he had like that kind of, there's something about his eyes or his that top half of his face and the hairline or something that was like Rodney Dangerfield-esque. There was something about your grandfather, period. Yeah, he was special. He was special. I liked that he always... I liked to always joke around. He always joked around. He yeah. always was saying something funny, always saying something nice. 
Yeah, he was always happy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah to your grandfather. Oh, Grandpa. Uh, Grandpa. Love you. So I'm going to chat on him. Okay. Forget. I'm going to chat on But this gonna... isn't a, an impression of my grandfather. Let's be clear. No, this is Kurt channeling Jen's grandfather, channeling Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. <laughs> Give me 10 seconds to let all that John Malkovich into me. Yeah, Malkovich, Malkovich? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm walking on eggshells here. <laughs> um, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> he has a little more nervous. If I was to, that's that's horrible. I mean, I'm going to leave that on there because it makes me so, so cute. It makes me so uncomfortable. I'm not going to edit that out. <laughs> it was cu- it was a good first attempt. I mean, I never imitated right. So I would never judge right, you good, and be you. like you know harsh. That was sweet. It there was had to cute. be more hibbity bibbities if it was a real Rodney Dangerfield. Like, hey, <laughs> I'm walking on eggshells here. Yeah, like, well, yeah. He's got, I was doing your grandfather doing him. Now I have practice. I just did it once. And now I did it 100% yeah, more. Getting in there. Twice. Getting in there. <laughs> so I never said that. What are some other ones? Oh, uh, did you ever say, she threw me under the bus? Yeah. You said I that. still say that. They threw me under Wow. Yeah. You get thrown under the bus? I that? do get thrown under the bus. What the fudge? Um, you don't have to go into specifics at all, but you do say... I can't oh. say I do, and it's like a, an active happens all the time, but... I feel like I've definitely been thrown under the bus in my most recent years of I'm life. Very sorry to hear that. In a, enough of a way where you felt it or a way where you felt like the bus ran over your leg and maybe broke your leg. What, what happened when you got run over? I don't know. I have to think <laughs> were you about just, it. did it run over your toes or were you like run over? Because you're going to be run over in many different ways. There, yeah, there's so many different ways to be run over. <laughs> By a bus. By a bus. If you lay the right way and, and you put your arms together, the bus could go right over and you can yeah. be run over by a bus, but no damage. Well, are we talking about getting thrown under a bus or getting run over by a bus? Because I've been sick for the past two weeks and I definitely feel like I got ran over by a bus. Well, I mixed them together. There you are did. two different things. So... That is an example of being run over by a bus, my illness. But being thrown under the bus is, you know, someone selling your ass out. Someone selling you out. Yeah. That's a shame when that happens. I've surmised the question, is he throwing me under the bus? I don't think I've ever outright said, that person threw me under the bus. Yeah. Do you ever remember me saying it? I feel like you've come close in scenarios with people. Yeah. Feeling slighted. Yeah. yeah. Thrown under the bus uh-huh. is a serious one. I know when you hate, but this isn't the type of saying. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. We'll say it at the same time. One. Six half dozen of the other. That's stupid. Fool me once. I won't be fooled again. Oh, no. <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> Why did you just jump to that one? I thought we were saying the one that I hate. Six of one, half a dozen another. That's yeah. like saying it, it, it doesn't matter. It's not, right? I hate Why that. Why do you hate that? I hate it. Can I tell you what I hate? What? Pet peeve. Yeah. I, I hate, a lot of people hate when that When people one. say, what's your pet peeve? I was like, the word pet peeve. I can't yeah. stand that word. I can't stand people describing something and them calling it a pet peeve. 
You know, you even say French? it with disdain. Is that French? Are people trying to be people say it because they like to talk French. And How is that French? That doesn't even make sense. It's not English. I was going to say American. Maybe it is American. I have no idea. The difference between English and American is English is English and it's proper. And American is a form of English that's American. That's slander? Slang? Slander. Slanderous English is American. <laughs> I don't even know. Coming from the English guru. I can't, you know what? Did you just, did you just say that or did I just pull that out of I don't know what is happening because, <laughs> and it's certainly not a conversation I'm embarking on. So I'm oh, going to keep You're clever. Moving. You're very smart. Yeah. I try to trick us. What about, what about um, having the Midas touch? That again, seems like an older one. Yeah. Have you ever said that? No. Have I, you? I know I've probably at least said it once about my brother. Okay, I could see that. At least send it once about my brother. I'll, I'll tell you my theory on my brother. I told him enough, so I think he'd be okay with me sharing. So I believe in past lives totally. My grandfather, when he was over in Germany, had a brother who was a doctor. And he gave his life to caring for plague people or whatever was going through the country that was sweeping through in, like, say, the 20s, 30s, whatever. 40, whatever sweeps through the plague Europe, sounds good plague, that something. happened like he, he gave his life and he died because he was caring for the people who were going who were suffering he ultimately ended up getting the plague and dying. no doubt and and maybe died like 25 27 something like that i have the what? age written down so somewhere oh. young like a young doctor <clears throat> a young so person young. so the universe loves that stuff you go out a hero so to speak go out like giving yourself to your fellow man when you come back, it, it doesn't mean you still don't have to. You're going to have the Midas touch. You're going to have the Midas touch. Not on everything, but just about everything. It doesn't mean you don't still have to work for it and try hard, but everything flows. When you do put the effort in, everything magically flows yeah, a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. You're, in, you're getting the flow. When you put your effort, that, I think that's what the Midas touch is. I don't think anybody's given the Midas touch where they just go that and then that appears. But I think people can have it where whatever you put your effort in, it's going to come to fruition. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I put my effort into 100,000 things in my lifetime. Not our- <laughs> you certainly have, honey. <laughs> you have. <laughs> like a kid in a sandbox. <laughs> what else can I make? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you like to dabble in lots of things. But anyway, back to the story of your brother. So you had... Your grandfather's brother. Oh, was so I a think doctor. my brother's him. Yeah, my brother's him reincarnated. Zero doubt. I'd put a thousand dollars on that. If there was a psychic who had a ninety-nine percent track record of telling people with their past lives, but that was somehow corroborated because that's mm. a hard one. They go to the past life regression guru, whoever that is. The name slipping me. Doctor Brian Weiss. I've never heard of that. Person. Many lives, many masters, oh, past life regressions. Okay. They go to the man himself. They get a past life regression. They remember stuff. And the psychic separately says the same things without even knowing about that. Like it's corroborated. Mm-hmm. I would put $1,000 down if, if he gets a regression with Dr. Brian Weiss. And then my brother went to the psychic. They'd say the same exact thing that he was this doctor. The Midas touch. 
It's a good story. <laughs> I like I like it. I mean, I could see that your brother would be reincarnated. Yeah, and a thousand dollars is a big deal to me, so that's a big bet. I was gonna say it seems a little paltry. I would, uh, you know, if you believe it that much, then why wouldn't you? Yeah, raise I don't it? have it. I don't have money coming out of my ears. <laughs> is that a saying? Money coming out of my ears. I don't have money coming out of my ears like other people. Your money doesn't money. grow on trees. Yeah, that money. Does, does, is there money coming out of ears? Is that, does that I, I, totally that make might, it up? No, I think that's a saying. Now, what's the how? How? I can't go there. How? I don't even want to know about going there. What else we got? I was going to write these down one day. All these crazy sayings that I never say, but I know it exists. And I always wanted to ask people like, do you say this? Now I have a topic. Next party we go to, I don't care what it is. I'm going to have my list of sayings and I'm going to look at the person and be like, did you say this? Yeah. You know what? That's good party talk. Party talk. Should we call this episode party talk? Party talk. Party talk. Here's the Whoop. party talk. What are, we, pa- what are we drinking today? Samoyedi? You're asking me? I'm a peasant. I know nothing. You know, we usually open our episodes with a beverage and it's actually um, usually me whipping up a cocktail. But... You know, that's usually saved for spring, summer, and it's daylight still, and I am full of vim and vigor and inspiration, but we're in the doldrums of winter. I'm recovering from an illness, and it's red wine time. It is. It is the season for hunkering down and drinking delicious bottles of red wine that is just... The ultimate comfort food. Red, red wine. wine. The ultimate comfort food. For so we, we yeah. sat and we, we looked at our, in our stash. And, and so we came up with Il Burkino. It is a Sangiovese Cabernet Merlot blend. It's a 2010. The label is really cool. I think I probably got it for a bunch of reasons. But the copy got me because... It talks about the sun and the moon. You're um, a sucker for astrology, um, astrological bodies. All <laughs> up in that. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm enjoying it. Um, first taste. The first taste was not good for me. It smelled musty, which I don't mind. But the first step felt like it was a little bloody. And I was like, if it is going to be like this. After I take another sip, I am not drinking this bottle because I've been sick and this is so not happening. But it actually opened up really nicely. I think it's a very friendly, approachable wine that has settled down. It's very nice. In other words, so if you're going to get this one, and I'll put a picture up on the website, I recommend it. But it's like a show where someone's like, you got to get through the first three episodes and you'll love it. I had to get through the first two sips, and then it opened right up after that. It did open up, and we used our little aerator that we got from Italy. I like aerators. They just make fun noises. And (laughs) and they open up the wine. Whether it works or not, or if it's just gimmicky, I don't care. care. There's a peace of mind in that I feel like we're letting the wine like breathe a little bit, give it some motion. And the sound is fun. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Unless you have to pee, then... I have to pee so bad, I can taste it. Did you ever say that? And why do people say that? Yeah. You tasting urine? <laughs> you tasting? I got to tell you, I've, I remember being with my high school friends. We were going on the train to the city. 
and no doubt you know back you back in the day where before you did anything you drank a six pack like that's what you did that was the pregame everyone got six packs and you drank a six pack or 40 either one if you're taking a train ride and you're down in beer and it's an hour train ride and there's no bathrooms on the train that can be a situ- What do you mean no bathrooms? On the Long Island Railroad, there were always bathrooms on the train. I feel like there were some trains that we took where like... Well, you, you were just you look in the up wrong and down car. And looking all around, you have no idea. Believe me, I, you ever have those where your kidneys hurt? Like yeah. you can feel your kidneys uh-huh. and you don't know how much longer... Like, yeah. You're like, I know I can hold it for another 10 minutes, 20 minutes. But you're starting to question, I don't know how long I can legitimately... This hurts? Yeah. I don't know how long I can hold it. This is re- getting ridiculous. And then when you go to the bathroom, your pit, kidneys hurt. I've still never tasted my own piss. So where does I got I get piss so bad I could taste it come from? What is? I don't know. We'd have to Google it because I don't know. That has to be a comedian came up with that. It has to be a shtick because come walking on eggshells makes sense. The thrown under a bus makes sense. Piss so bad I could taste it. Why would you be? Why? You're filled up and it reaches your tongue. It doesn't make any sense on any level. I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, you don't like anything that has to do with medical and looking inside guts and anything that's um, related to anything that's bodily like that. (laughs) No. Uh, And Grey's Anatomy goes too far. They do not. It's really tame compared to, I'm sure, other shows. Because I don't like guts... I don't like any guts, and they don't. I, I guarantee. I, I no gar- guts, no glory. Is that is that? That's a great saying. No but, pain, no gain, no guts, no glory. Uh-huh. It's a great, it's a wonderful saying, empowering. <laughs> I guarantee. You want to take this bet? You want to bet me something? I don't know. I, I don't guarantee know you look at season one of Grey's Anatomy, and then whatever the current season is, season thirty six. Whatever <laughs> you take, season one and season thirty six, and you look at them. And, it, and and you do a blood count and guts count and you give the, the depth of it and the time, I guarantee we get exponentially more blood and guts than you did season one. Season one was more about McDreamy and love and, and there wasn't a lot of the, the gut and pulling out people's intestines to, to like unravel them and put them back in again. Oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, well, maybe somebody can take on that assignment. What's the bet? Make it worth somebody's while. What, are you betting me? Are you testing me? No, I'm not testing you. I don't care enough. <laughs> oh, you know I'd win that bet, right? You know there's way more blood and guts. I'm a squeamish guy, I know. You don't know because it's all, as long as somebody, who who you liking these days in Grey's Anatomy? Sidebar, quick. Who, who's your fave in Grey's Anatomy right now? Top fave. Um, oh, that's a hard one. My, my, I got mine. Mine's been since season one. I know who you're going to say. You love the chief. The chief who was the old chief, yeah, the chief Richard. He's oh, he may never be called chief, he's still and the he's chief. still the chief. Yeah, he's my favorite. So yeah, I mean, of course, he's solid. I love him. I, yeah, one of my tops for sure. I love Meredith. I do, and I love Karev. I like how he's grown, and yeah. But that's that's another another time. Another Let's do great. We'll do great. Day. If anybody asks, we'll do a Grey's Anatomy special. I would never watch the show on my own. But I have watched with Jen, and sometimes I'm like, whatever. But 
some season closers in the earlier seasons too. Yeah. I was like, what the? Yeah. <gasps> like crazy. Yeah. And some episodes are really crazy. And some scenes are really powerful. Very powerful. powerful. Very powerful. Are there any modern day sayings that have like come up? Yeah, what are the, what are the kids saying? What are the kids saying? I feel like, I, God, this is so going to date us. Would we know? Is it? Yeah. Is it going to date me? Because I don't even know what you're going to say. Um, here's one. Like, I feel like that's, I've been hearing recently is like, spill the tea. What's the tea? Here's the tea. I don't want to immediately hate it. <laughs> that's always your first inclination, though. <laughs> what? Is your statement, your position, that I hate anything new? <laughs> what is your position? State your position. I, I feel like... I have my white gloves out in case I'm offended. Yeah. I, I do think that sometimes you you you, you tend to maybe poo-poo first. The new. Any, anything new. Anything new? I don't know if I'm going to blanket statement oh, that. Oh, God. I don't know where you're going. So anything new the kids say? Like, what am I poo-pooing? Well, you're just saying you don't know if you like that saying. No, but then I can't remember the moment. You pointing at me? (laughs) You guys can't see, but when when Kurt talks, Uh, I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my mittens on. Yeah, sometimes he'll point when he talks, and and he's the one who pointed out to me when you're talking and you point to somebody (laughs) as you're talking to them that that's offensive. You're gonna watch, but it's more friendly if you just have all your hands, all your digits out. Yeah, if you want mittens. So, not a fan of spilling the tea. Um, I know you were making. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let my memory go because I don't. I don't want to know. But we'll revisit another show. On you have a statement about me that I'd like to examine one show that you think I poo-poo some out of area, the gate. Out of the gate. Some area in some area, not my entire life, but in some area of something, some subject, some something. Out of the gate, I poo-poo everything. And I want to know what that is one day. But I don't want to get too far off track. Okay. What, what is the saying? Spilling the tea. It's like Archie Bunker there. What are they saying? Oh, my God. <laughs> Spilling the tea. Uh, tea. I can see that is a bad thing. You don't want to spill the tea. Tea can sometimes stain if it's on white linens. So I can see how spilling the tea is bad. Do you know right, what it means? Okay. Uh, you spilt the tea. You, you nudged the, upset the apple cart. It's their version of the upset no, the apple No, that's cart. not what it means. Spilt the tea. Ah, you spilt the tea. Spill the tea is what's the gossip. <laughs> so you're completely wrong. Then you just let me go. Well, no, I wanted to hear your interpretation of it. Just like your interpretation of um, walking on eggshells, you, ha- you were thinking it was related to sound. I wasn't thinking it was related to sound at <laughs> all so well, clearly generation we gap. have different <laughs> generation gap. there's yes um for those of uh, you listeners who don't say know it. every show <laughs> every show <laughs> that is so someone drama, go back so, dramatic someone go back yeah <laughs> every show doesn't gen in every no. show or 90 percent of the shows if there were 13 shows and 11 of them she says go ahead what do you say that is so of? not even I true i know i, I was I know. gonna say so kurt has 10 years on me there, there it is so no spring chicken i dated this one girl once and we had a 10-year gap and she thought it was funny to call me grandpa that's not funny I, that's not attractive even 
or, or that unless she that's had that, a grandpa that, complex or some that's that game sh- what's that, that crazy game we play maybe we'll play it this christmas it's, it's like list the horrible things in order oh would like, you rather or something something like that might as well be what you rather yeah. shout out to alan rafterman yeah one of his favorite games not the board game he was the originator of that game yeah in my opinion and really well played alan yeah well played he used to give the most horrifying examples that you just wouldn't want to choose so calling someone grand, saying calling someone grandpa is like almost like related to which would you rather? Yeah. And the which would you rather game? If you don't know, I'll do a mild one. Would you would you rather eat a rat or, or sleep with your grandfather? <laughs> you had to go there. I said I was gonna go mild. Well, I didn't we want you to go too one. mild. That's boring. We never, we never, and and then you have point ratings. What I don't understand about the game, I object. I'm gonna tell you about the game a little more. Everything's got scores, and it's like how horrible it is or something. So, like you said, sleeping with your grandfather might have a horrible score of 86 on 0 to 100. And people seeing you pick your nose when you didn't know anybody was looking. Some things have such high scores. If I happen to be picking my nose and someone caught me, that's pretty horrible. That's, but it should be a lower score. On it shouldn't be spectrum. higher than sleeping with your grandfather. Right. Some of the scores on that game are like, what? That's yeah. worse than that? Yeah. <laughs> So, so anyway, you got spilling the tea wrong in, that's, that's, in its interpretation. Spilling the tea, spilling the beans. That's knocking something over. That's that's okay. Spilling the tea, spill the beans. Yeah. Not that it's uh, I'm judging, but it's yeah, it's all right. Here's another one for you. That's out of pocket. Uh, it's out of pocket. That's it sounds like that's out of the box. I think outside the box. No. <laughs> uh, I so that in case you missed it. In case you missed it, Kurt has ten years on me. Kurt has ten years on me. So I just did a, I just did a, a supernatural explorer episode where I was talking about getting out to the field more, and I heard myself talking as I was talking, and I said, "Wait, not that I'm a shut-in or anything," because I was realizing everything I say makes me sound like a shut-in. But now I'm thinking, like, am I a shut-in? Yeah, like, you you're saying are. stuff that I don't know, like. I don't listen. I don't listen to commercials anymore. I, I, so I'm not hearing stuff through commercials. I don't listen to the news. So I don't hear newscasters saying stuff that the kids are saying to be more popular. Like so, I'm out, I'm, I'm out of the loop, out of pocket, out of the box. Out of pocket is out of line. You're out of pocket. Like that's messed up. Out of line. Like that's it. Doesn't make sense to me. Like your keys are out of pocket. That's that's messed up. Your keys are out of pocket. Out. Of, they should call it out of your zipper. That at least is because that's messed up. That's out of the zipper, man. That doesn't Put sound that as back cool as zipper. out of pocket. Out of pocket doesn't even make sense. What's out of pocket? That's out of line. What's out of pocket? Does it? If, but even it if your could pockets be in are like out, a funny way. It could be in a funny way. Like you do something disturbing, and you're like, "That's out of pocket." Like you have a chicken hanging out. Of your... <laughs> what? Like, what do you have hanging out of your pocket? That's no. Just, I don't example. know where it comes from. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like at least walking on eggshells makes sense. Throwing under the bus makes sense. Out of pocket. Outside your zipper makes more sense than out of pocket. Nobody's... That doesn't roll off the tongue. Out of pocket rolls off the tongue, but it doesn't mean... It doesn't make... Yeah, no, people... You can make anything mean anything. What's that? uh, Was anybody ever make up a word and then, like, see if it took... That's so fetch. That's a made-up term. From Mean Girls. Aw. They... But I wouldn't expect you to know that it's Mean Girls. But did they for Mean Girls did they make up that term for Mean Girls to make up a term? Yeah, like she wanted to start a new term, like oh, you know, to get the, people to did that catch, catch on? on. And no, no, did it catch on in real life? 
Did people say um, out of tribute to the movie? Just as in tribute to the movie. Oh, so that's like catching on. That's pretty cool. I hope you have more because <laughs> I find this highly entertaining. How out oh, of touch I don't I know. I don't. Those were like. And am I right a shut in? Do I have to go out more? No, you're not a shut in. You're just not <laughs> in the demographic. I'm out of pocket. I'm out of touch. Yeah, you're out of pocket. What's that? What's something out of touch? I'm in. The, I'm in the. I'm in. Uh, what's that? What's something that's out of touch? What? <laughs> What's something that's out of touch, like physically out of touch? I'm coming up with a new saying for what I am. I, you know what? The, you reach up and you can't reach it. It's out of touch. It's something so high up, notoriously high up that you can't reach it. The um, Empire State Building? Is that what you mean? That, so what would be the saying? Like, you're, you're at the top of the empire, man. What? <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. That's one. I know I say that a lot jokingly. I can't even. I can't even. Mm-hmm. That just is what it is, though. That's oh. not a saying. Here's- that is what it is. I can't even. That's not like related to something. You're actually saying the words, but you say it in a funny way. Nobody ever says, like, I can't even. Like, I don't, I don't even. That's not well, how no, I talk. But insane. Let me talk normal to you and then say, I can't even. No, it has to have a funny like, I can't even. Yeah, there's got to be some yeah. emotion yeah. behind it. That's another one. Yeah. Oh, I had an... Oh, God. There was another one I was just going to say that you know, too. That's not new. And it was around, I can't even... But I can't remember it now. That's how slippery my memory is lately. Well, you know what? Let's make this a part one. I think it was a good show. Oh, I know. (laughs) Devlin. Devlin likes this one. I just threw up in my mouth a little. Yeah, but then again, that's a factual thing. No, but it's like a saying that people use. Oh, that's true. One, then I have a two-part question. One, did you ever throw up in your mouth a little? Um, <laughs> I have. Yeah, like if you ever yeah. have like one of those like gross burps or something from indigestion. Oh, you like really overate? Like it's not, I want to call the throw-ups even too strong, but a little bile. Heartburn. Comes up in your mouth. Yeah. Did you ever say I threw up a little in my mouth when you've thrown up a little in your mouth? Maybe if I wanted people to know, or if I didn't want people to know, I wouldn't say it. So now, what what does the term mean? I, what, like, I threw a balloon in my mouth. I just said something. That, but people don't use it that way. I just said something that was so vile it tasted like that to me. That's not how people use it. They use it in that what you said was so stupid or ridiculous. Or, or people no, maybe it? just like they see something that's gross that's grossed them out. And they throw up a balloon. Or in there's their mouth. something that's grossed them out, and they're like, I just threw up in my mouth. I don't think Devlin hates the saying per se. I think he hates that sitcoms latch on it. a saying and yeah. they just drive it into the ground. And then they then that's like the punchline. It's not part of something. That's the punchline. Yeah. I threw up a little in my mouth and, and they then pause, everybody's, ha, 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 look at the audience. Laugh track. Yeah, I, I have a laugh track. I have a, a, a fence with that. Yeah, don't make a, a saying, a punchline, unless it just came out. Like the floor, I see the floss. Is that that dance? Oh yeah, I love the floss. I'll do the floss once in a while when I when I get in like a chipper mood and have fun, but not in public or around anyone. It's more like a personal thing. <laughs> but if I still see commercials using that, I'm like, uh, that was so. What's the what's the saying? That was so 1990. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't understand any of that. I just I, don't find any. Of I think it. we, uh, for you being sick for two weeks, it being a Saturday night, I was tasking, running around, doing stuff. You were in your own zone, and we weren't connected all day. And we fun packed, we pulled it together. Uh, cheers, cheers for a pretty good show. I laughed a lot. I cried. It was good. 
I laughed a lot, and I laughed at you a lot. Yeah, and I laughed at you laughing at me a lot. I laughed with you. No, I, uh, and at you, because you're just, you're so cute. <laughs> you know, you say you're laughing at me, but then you follow it up with you're so cute. I, I feel like you could say anything and then follow it up with you're so cute and get away with it. Well, anyway. I love you, so it's all, it's all with love. When, uh, write in, if you have a list of sayings that we missed, write in. We'll do a part two and we'll run through them and yeah, Jen fun. could quiz me on them and I could tell you what I think they mean. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun game. That's a fun game. That's like when I take um, my friend Julie when she comes back to Long Island with me and the game we play is that I have her read the signs and of all the town names because you've got... Massapequa and you know Hopog and Quag and all, all sorts for, of Shinnecock and all sorts of crazy names and it's just fun to hear her say the pronunciation. It's not Shinnecock. Shinnecock. <laughs> and with that, we're gonna wrap up the show. Yeah. Uh, glad we could pull on a show for you, honey. Great seeing you again. Great seeing this, you in this fun fashion. It was fun, and I'm glad you're getting over your cold. Health, cheers. Cheers. Health, happiness to everyone. Happy, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Till next time. Peace. And namaste.